the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Three of us up on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull. Three of us? Yeah, four of us. Oh, three I, three experts. I forget that you uh, went to UT and an English major. I was just counting you guys, I guess. Uh, the, Ma- you missed out in the math. Huh? Yes, I was English. Yeah, no math. <laughs> but anyway, hey, listen, uh, we've got uh, Trace up on the porch with us, and we're going to show you how it's done right now as we talk to Ann at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi there, Ann. Welcome. You're the first call of the day. Thanks for doing that. What's going on? Thank you. First, I'd like to thank you for all the helpful and informative advice I've gotten over the years from you. Right now, I'm in the process of planning for a tree, and I understand from you that fall is a good time to plant to give it time to establish itself. And I want to do a medium-sized evergreen, and I need to plant it near the spot where I had to remove a large tree earlier this year. And I I need to know, first of all, how far away from those old roots, which are still there, do I need to be? And secondly, I've gone to Plant Answers, and I see, I, I was thinking Monterey Oak, but I see you recommend Schumard Oaks and Red Oaks rather than Monterey, and I'd like to know if there is really a difference. Well, well, oh, yeah. Huge, the, huge the, differences. There's yeah. a difference, but you said you wanted evergreen. Yes. I don't think those are not evergreen. Well, well hold out of those, Monterey is the closest. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, is well I know the Monterey drops leaves, but it, it is constantly forming new ones. So I, I've planted a couple of Monterey oaks, and I've been very happy with them because they grow quickly. Well, I think they're all three that you mentioned, good trees. Oh, yeah. So you won't go wrong with them. The Monterey okay, oak, so yeah. there's not one of those three that you recommend over the others. Well, each of us has a favorite. Have his favorite. What's your favorite? What's your exactly? What's your favorite, Kelly? Mine is Texas Red Oak, and it it depends on the site a little bit too. Jerry, what's your favorite? Calvin said each one of you had a favorite. Now, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe they're like children. You love them all the same. Uh, well, yes, and as they say, I won't go wrong with anyone. So I want to plant a a fairly large specimen. So it'll probably depend on what's available to me at the time. But I could do either one. But how far away from that previous tree 
do I need to, how close can I stay? Because I really wanted to use the same, basically the same location. Uh, generally about six feet. Yeah, you don't, as long as you can get it in the ground, in, the, in that root mixture there, then that's not a problem. Okay, so, uh, so the old roots won't interfere with the growth of the new one if we can get it planted sufficiently deep and yeah. everything in the ground. Right. Yeah. So okay. why do you want a big one? Well, because I'm so old, I want to oh. see it grow. See, I, I didn't say that. I don't that, have Nancy. 20 years. Uh, I, I you don't? <laughs> I really don't. Well, maybe I do. Who knows? Yeah, but, you're not going anywhere, <laughs> Ann. All right, but, Ann, we, uh, we I, carry I would very large start, trees. <laughs> I, I would rather start with the largest one that I can grow successfully, and I assume that nurseries would not offer any that wouldn't be successfully planted. Well, what a wonderful statement. Uh, (laughs) For us, it's true. Yeah. Uh, But as far as meeting your qualifications of evergreen, so it's really a toss-up between Monterey Oak and Live Oak. Now, as far as availability, we're going to have a lot larger Live Oaks than we will Monterey. No, I have two big Live Oaks, but they don't grow as fast as the Monterey Oaks. At least that's been my experience. that is correct, but you and, can buy a I, larger tree. Well, Monterey Oak, you're not going to get a huge tree. I've got live oaks that would take 18 weeders to move. So you can buy yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. No, I have some 60- and 70-year-old live oaks near my home, and I love them. But I, I think at this point I really would like something that will grow a little faster, and that's why I was thinking the Monterey Oak. But I, 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 think that's I will look the way at you go. I'm sorry? I think that's the way you ought to go. That's a good. Okay. That's a good, well, I appreciate that. Your your advice has always been helpful and right, and I thank you very much. And well, so, and we'll look for you in the obituaries. Stop that. <laughs> uh, well, after a I while, hope I hope you're still around. I may make it to 120. She's, Who knows? She's going to yeah. yeah. outlive all of us. I think if uh, with his personality, you probably will outlive him. <laughs> I'm I'm very blessed, and I say thank you every day. And there you uh, go. thank you again for all your help. I appreciate it very much. Well, we, we thank Bye-bye. you for listening. And we, mm. we're, we're glad to finally meet the person that got helpful information out of the show, too. This yeah, is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it's true more often than not. Uh, okay. Wow. Oh, okay, we're recording this, Ann. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Mostly we did was shake her head, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ann had thought this out pretty Yeah, Ann actually answered most of the questions. So thank you, Ann. You made it easy. And well, tell us what you finally decide. I was, what were you right. thinking in terms of a medium? Well, medium? I was thinking probably uh, 12 to 15 feet. Oh, is, is, is that, that plan? Oh, how big it is now. Okay. okay. How tall it is now. Oh, that's not. Oh, oh! By by wanting a medium-sized tree, yes, because it will have to be within probably twenty feet or so of my house. And and one of the the concerns that had me remove the other tree was the fact that it's on the south side of my home, and because of the prevailing breeze, it was tilting toward the southeast and it was a huge tree and would have fallen on my roof had it oh, ever no. gone over so okay. uh, you know i because i have to plant it 
fairly close to my house. I, I think 20 feet is considered fairly close, is it not? Yeah, it is. And, okay. and so I didn't want to get anything. You know, I wasn't going for the largest tree. I just want a, a pretty evergreen tree. That's pretty. They're pretty large, the yeah. Monterey yeah. Oak. Yes, but I did that's plant, a good one. plant two of them in the front, and they have grown much larger than I thought. But I, I especially love, actually, I must confess, it's the acorns that attract me. I love their acorns. Oh, so you, you obviously don't have false teeth if you love those acorns, huh? <laughs> no, not too much. <laughs> thanks, Ann. Uh, thanks, Ann. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. You, be, you better start digging that hole now, girl. <laughs> I plan to look for the burliest people at the nursery and have them oh, come and yeah. dig it and plant it and stake it and wrap it and all those good things. Oh, all those things that they do. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. You got some burly people with a here? with uh, a gar- with a guarantee. Fairly burly. All right. Yeah. Yeah. With a tree that big, you want a guarantee for sure. My midsection. Yes, anyway. and <laughs> I will stand there with a smile and direct them, and I know. Oh, oh good. Yeah. I bet they're yeah. looking forward to that. Oh, I'm, I know everyone does. But you uh. know, when you when you get to be my age, you can say and do things that you couldn't do when you were forty, and people just think, "Poor old lady, she doesn't mean it." <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, you can look forward to that. It's not true, but it's good um, to know. Yeah. Thank you, Ann. You take Ann. care. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What a great way to start the show. That was nice. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Trace is on the porch. You heard him as part of the answer to Ann's question. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's it's fall. It is. It feels a little more like fall than it did last week. We got our hay in. We've set up the. We've already got the maze uh, almost set up, so we're getting ready for for fall festivities. And uh, fall always means new, fresh merchandise that we haven't had in a while. So we've got some some interesting things that came in this week. Uh, one of them is going to be planted the weekend, but we got in uh, fall asters, both the little annual oh, type yeah. and uh, the Ficardi. And lemongrass, which we haven't had in a while. Uh, great selection on cold-weather vegetables. Yeah, uh, we I started, see the broccoli from here. I we think. started getting in uh, dianthus and petunias and marigolds, so uh, mums. Mm-hmm. And uh, things are, are shaping up. And everybody is uh, interested in the fall gardening. We had a full house this morning, and uh, <clears throat> Trey sent a... Uh, uh, example of all the different uh, coal crops, which is kind of oh, that was yeah. nice. Yeah, yes, uh, several kales and uh, collards, and uh, of course, cauliflower, uh, Brussels sprouts, and all of these are available here. And it's a uh, you can go ahead and plant now, or you can wait a week, two weeks, whatever you need to do. We do have uh, our adult seminar coming up towards the yep, end. that's right, August, the end of the uh, month. September twenty second. So uh, David will be out here. So if you didn't make the the one that Calvin's talking about, you can still learn uh, everything you need to know about growing fall vegetable crops. And they had one today too. The cultivate. David, oh, cult- they had yeah. cultivate yeah. and uh, landscape school. So yeah. he's so he's had practice. So he'll even yeah. be better here. That's true. <laughs> lots of lots of action. He out needs there. all the practice he can get. Go you to, know if it grows, he knows. That's there true. you go. 
And it's uh, you can go to uh, one of the websites to see what is offered. All kinds of classes are, uh, have been offered and are offered the next couple of months. Go to the Millburgers website to see what is available here. And uh, let's see, planansers.com if you want some more, want some uh, information and also some information about the, the classes that are right. There. Hey, we're going to go right back to the phone lines. We've got Sean on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, Sean, you there? Come in, Sean. Sean. Okay, we're not hearing Sean. So let's put we're him on. We're not hearing anything. No, we're not. Are you there, there now? Yeah, I'm sorry. what's going on? You hooked up to my Bluetooth. I'm on my truck. I don't know why that didn't work yet. Sorry. That's Gentlemen, okay. I enjoy the show. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Thank what's you. going on? Thank you for calling. I, you bet. I have got some pretty healthy St. Augustine grass in my front yard up in the Broncos area. And for the past several months now, I just haven't dealt with it yet, but I need to. It looks like I've got two or three perfect crop circles all of a sudden in my yard. Uh, some are big. Some are small. Uh, they're just perfect circles. And the, the, the St. Augustine that is in those circles is not near as healthy as the St. Augustine that is around those circles. So I'm wondering, is it brown patch? Is it a beetle? Is it a bug? And what type of, of chemical or fertilizer do I need to put down, and when should I do it? Well, I would guess if they're perfect circles, they're brown patch. And this is the time okay. of the year, too, that uh, that it becomes real common the minute the, those temperatures in the, in the evening go down and the, and the grass growth uh, chemistry changes, they become susceptible. So people need to quit watering in the evening, and they also need to cut back. Uh, on the watering, of course, when you get eight eight <laughs> inches, it's a little tough. To, well, yeah. First thing, first thing, look, and Shane, make sure that they're uh, on those our origins. If they're low spots, kind of mark them on some kind of little map you have, so that you can, uh, even if you put a half inch or an inch of uh, compost in those low spots, it'll make them less likely to start that fungus. But the uh, one of the uh, soil fungicides will stop the spread. Uh, almost all of them are real effective. Trace, what do you recommend? Uh, F stop for uh, for the best for me is the best fungicide yeah, in uh, in liquid or in granule. And they'll did you say F stop or F as in fungus? F as in fungus. Okay. And that'll gotcha. stop the spread. It may not may not heal right away, but it'll stop it. Stop right. the spread. Fungicides are best described as suppressants. They're going to suppress the fungus till the weather changes or conditions change that don't make the fungus as uh, prolific. But the but the key is, and of course the you know the cut cut back watering in the in the fall we we wanted the little the lawn on a little bit on the dry side, which was pretty easy during this summer. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. I didn't have yeah. any brown patch. Yeah, and it's I amazing. had some dead patch. <laughs> in the in the it's a, it's amazing how you can go from. Grass starving for water to to oh, little, yeah. Yeah, fungal growth in like a week. So if it really is a fungus, it, it will start to grow. The spots will get bigger and bigger. You know, they've been about the same size for about four months now, but but uh, I'm going to do what you said. I'll add them on a topsoil in, in the in the Wait a minute. You, you, just cha- you just, yeah, that may you just change things. Uh. Maybe, <laughs> how, how much were you watering? Not, not an exceptional amount, were you? Well, no, I, I water a you know, once a week when they allow me to up here, I do have an in-ground sprinkler system, and I 
it comes on at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's usually done doing its thing by about 8 uh-huh. o'clock in the morning. Oh, because we all, our, all, our eyebrows went up because four months ago was a... We wouldn't expect it to be uh, brown patch if it was started that They've long been ago. there for a while. They've been there for a while, and they have been unchanged. They just all of a sudden appeared, and they've been unchanged, not growing, not shrinking for about four are or the, five months. Are the, are the roots alive, or is it, is it just a completely it's dead not area? Dead. It's not dead. It's just, it's just a little yellow and a little thinner-looking, just unhealthy-looking grass uh, compared to what's right on the outside of those circles. Huh. Unless there's unless there's some kind of there, there's no chance that there was uh, there was a lack of water for that four months and those particular spots shouldn't be. I mean, my sprinklers, you know, every now and then just out of boredom, I'll get out there with a cup of coffee and, and watch them all run and make sure nothing needs to be adjusted. And uh, there's no change yeah, in do, my sprinkler heads. Do a little uh, do a little experimenting, a little digging around to make sure uh, because that is a little surprising. And it doesn't sound like take-all patch if the grass is still alive there. Yeah. Um, now, and if it's not growing, there's that doesn't. It's not probably no rush to put f-stop down. So do a little. Yeah. Do no, a little it does. Not, it does not grow. It doesn't grow. In other words, like right now, I need to get home and cut my yard. Uh, the blades of grass uh, just outside those circles are every bit of three inches taller than the blades of grass that are inside the circle. Do do it, a little. So it just doesn't grow. Do a little hand watering on one uh, for every other day, or or I don't know. With this rain, I guess you'd see, you should see a little a green up in response to this rain. If it's just if it's just a dry spot, I would have thought uh, so. And everything did green up outside the circles <laughs> this morning. But I'm, but I'm thinking the, the soil is shallow there. Okay. Well, then uh, maybe I'll start there by just adding some nice uh, yeah. soil there. Rock Newton to move up. Zoysia grass does that a lot. But when I had my mire and my emerald, and I had it on a kind of a slope, you know, and any, any little difference or in compaction or thickness of the soil, you would see that reflected in the zoysia grass. But St. Augustine is usually not as demanding. Yeah, do now, a little of that exploration. A couple of bags. I'll do that too, and then I'll add some soil. Uh, now I'm ignorant on the subject. Am I pick, am I purchasing topsoil or compost, or what do I need to be looking for written on the bags? Uh, well, compost would be what you'd use. Topsoil, no. Uh, and there's lots okay. of different types of compost that can be used, and some of them don't even say compost. For example, the Happy Frog soil conditioner. Uh, that is a wonderful compost that is. We even use it on our our grass plots here. And uh, it's it's one of the best you could do. Um, and then we carry a couple of other versions that actually say compost on them. Uh, so really, there's different grades out there depending on okay. what you're willing to pay for. Well, you've given me a starting plan. I appreciate you guys taking the time. All right, cool, good thanks. luck. Let let us know if you find out a <clears throat> simple answer to it. Thanks, Maybe Sean. Just Take care. Circles. <laughs> Could yeah, be. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Sure. One, one, right. of the, one of the things we discovered last fall is uh, the people that use Canadian peat for that kind of circumstance, they decrease their chances for getting fungal problems as well as the, the moisture uh, was held in the Canadian peat better than oh. some of the others. That might even be an option to use Canadian peat instead of a compost. Can you use Canadian peat for, we were recommending that a while back, to oh, for acidify. Take-all. Take-all. Oh, take okay. All right. 210-308-8867. Never, never hurts to use Canadian peat, sphagnum peat moss. Are you ready for plant of the weekend? I am. Hang on. 
Are you sure you aren't going to distract him again? Here's Trace with Plant of the Weekend. Well, where's Trace's music? There we go. This better be good. Yeah, I know. It's The build-up is incredible. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. So I was at a show, and I saw this, and uh, I, I fell in love with it. Uh, we, plant, uh, we plant a lot of viburnum around here because it is a, a wonderful deer-resistant plant. Well, they've come up with another new one. And this one, at the show, they called it Copper Top. Uh, on the tag they shipped it, it was uh, Copper Tone viburnum. So yeah. Most people are familiar with uh, Copper Tone Loquat. But this is a viburnum that has that crimson color to the new growth. So every time it gets a haircut, the new growth comes out. It's this, this burgundy, uh, burgundy color. Uh, they're going to come up with an orange one soon. You watch. Um, <laughs> so this particular variety has the larger leaf. Uh, it's more shiny and uh, reaches six to eight foot tall. Hmm. The uh, all the the reading I've done on it says that it, the blooms are very fragrant. Spring blooms. Spring blooms. And uh, so I think it's an interesting one uh, that people should try, especially in uh, deer country, to give a different look. You know, everybody's having problems with red tips and stuff like that. This is a way to get a different color in your shrub that's not even the bloom. The so, same uh, same drought tolerance accepted? I expected. I, it, it is a, yeah, it's a viburnum, so. Slow, you just make sure you start it, start it out with plenty of water, but eventually it gets pretty drought tolerant. All right, uh, and I was trying to, I'm looking for them online, but how much are, are they and they how are, many do we have? They, they are twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. And if you take magazines, this one is going to be a Southern Living Oh. Plant choice, and I assume that's going to be for next year, uh, since it just now became available. Okay. So, um, one of the future Southern Livings will feature this viburnum on it. Cool. All right. And how many do we have? Uh, we have twenty-five, I believe. Okay, so that's a good number. So come on in, and uh, you can get that, or you can take a look at it, and uh, or you can call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and also. Uh, uh, they'll put aside some for you. Cool. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Millburgers has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one-gallon containers. Are you ready for this? For just three eighty-eight This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers. And Bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10-inch hanging baskets, now just $14.88. You'll save on one-half whiskey barrels, herbs, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer, and much, much more. To find out more, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. 
This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Hi. This is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. For all your pest control needs, you call the folks at Spider-Man Pest Control, and they will take care of you. Warren, Remy, and the gang over there have been doing this since 1976, and from spiders to roaches to ants, Whatever you got bugging you, uh, the folks over at Spider-Man Pest Control can get rid of it. Your wife? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you can ask Warren if he can help you, you with that. You said whatever's bugging you. Well, you can you have to ask Warren. I don't. It's not promoted on the website. And I've never heard him talk about it. But, now, um, if it was Ann, Ann would say it's Jerry that's uh, bugging her. <laughs> Um, but you can give them a call and learn more. They've got the great mosquito system, and I wonder what the weather, if we're going to be getting more mosquitoes. They were, yeah, there were mosquitoes out there. At the, uh, were they? At our, our event. Which surprised oh, okay. Well, ask them about the Into Care mosquito trapping system and uh, how it works. It's a, a great system they use at Disney World. He's having lots of luck with that. So uh, give them a call and it's, learn more. It's Spider-Man yeah, Pest he, Control. When you suppose this Boy Scout is wandering? I'm going to find out in a minute. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com. Are you trying to talk to us? All right, come on up. Here you go. Uh, here, I'm going to give you the mic. You'll be on the air. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. As uh, we have for the past uh, few shows, we've got the Boy Scouts uh, with us up here. You're from Troop? Um, I'm from Pack 70 Pack 70 okay. 
So what's going on? Tell us your name. And so is that Cub Scouts rather than Boy Scouts? Cub Scouts. Yeah. Okay. I'm going into Boy Scouts in a couple months, so uh-huh. I'm okay. going below two. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm selling popcorn over there. Over there where is. Where the canopy is. Right at the front of the nursery when you come in by the parking lot. Yeah. And... And I'm trying to raise money for my for my pack. Okay, so this what, goes. What for? What's the pack going to use money for? Uh, camping and and other things like that. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and your name was? I'm sorry. Tell us your first name. Tristan Hall. Tristan. Okay. So, Tristan, what kind of fun stuff do you guys do? Um, we go camping a lot. Uh huh. But have we do these show and sells like I'm doing right now? Yeah. And and then we just do a lot of fun activities. Okay. Good. And this uh, this popcorn sale goes to support that, right? Yep. All right. So uh, uh, so for folks who come over and visit with you, uh, like, what do you recommend? Which uh, which popcorns are your favorites? Um, so right now we don't have all the flavors with us, but we've got two of the cheese lovers packed. Yeah, I hear those are pretty popular. We don't get really much sales out of those. Oh, okay. They're, they're not that popular. We've got the. We've also got the caramel corn, which is the cheapest, and uh-huh. it's the, and it's the best seller. Yeah. And we've got premium caramel corn, which just has. He, he nuts. bought some of a while back. Yeah, and the, yeah, that's the caramel corn. Yeah. And then the premium caramel corn has nuts. The salted has sea salt. Oh, okay, that and then we've good. got white cheddar, unbelievable butter microwave popcorn, kettle corn microwave popcorn, and then I think that's it. Okay. So how late are y'all here today? Um, I'm here for three hours. Okay. That's okay. You didn't do any harm. We do that all the time. All right. So uh, it sounds like you guys uh, will be here for three hours selling a good product to support. Yep. We want the. Only scouts here today. There were some other wolves here. Okay. So what are wolves? They're the second grade scouts. I'm a fifth grade. Okay. So there's, yeah, you have to educate us a little bit. So we got... Tigers is first grade. Uh Uh-huh. Actually, they're starting a new thing called lions, although I think it's kind of dumb because they're not allowed to participate in any of the outdoor activities. What? Okay. Because I think that's just kind of... To get the roping of the scouts, that's kindergarten. Okay. Mine's is kindergarten. Good lord. <laughs> and then tigers is first grade. Wolves is second. Uh huh. Bears is third. Weebelows is um, fourth grade. Arrow of Light is fifth grade. And right. then Boy Scouts. So what do you like about being in the Boy Scouts? Uh, uh, he's not a Boy Scout yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just Cub Scout. like the Thank you. fact that we get to do a lot of outdoor activities. Uh huh. Oh, they've opened up the. Cub Scouts, the Boy Scouts for girls now. Yeah. Do you have any, any? They actually updated all the package, packages to where some of them have girls on them and not just all boys. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. How's your team, how's your people, how your boys reacting to that? Eh. They're not that really is. reacting to it. That's good. There you go. Well, Tristan, thanks that's, for that's coming over. That's the best over. answer there, Tristan. Nice job. Yeah. And you guys will be here till 3? Or yeah. Good. All right, man. Go get them. Good luck. So okay. if uh, folks hear you on the radio, they should come ask for you by name? Uh, yeah. Ask for yeah. Tristan. He'll help you out. And what, say again what your pack number is. 70. 70. Where, where, where are you guys centered? Um, there's 
it's multiple places we sell. What about your schools? Where where do you uh, um, where do y'all meet? We meet at Longs Creek Elementary. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Tristan. So if anyone's interested in joining, yeah, in Pack Seventy, just stop there. Just stop by there. Um, I think our next meeting is on Thursday, the twentieth. Um, okay. All right. So if anyone's interested in joining, they can just stop by. Okay. Thanks, Good. man. Good job. Thanks, Tristan. Thank you for having me. You Thank betcha. you for coming up. All right. 210-308. And, and we, we can vouch. We've, we've tried the caramel corn. We we took your recommendation. It is very good. Yes. Yes. Salted caramel. When we first tried the salted caramel corn and last year when and it was still new, we were like, it tastes like normal caramel corn, but then the sea salt just kicked in. Oh, Okay. So it's normal. It tastes like normal caramel corn for a minute, but then the sea salt salt starts kicking in. Okay, so it's kind of got that sea salt after. Yeah. Know. Okay. I forget what that's called. Kind of they do that with wine, you know. It starts off, it tastes like something, and then all of a sudden, that it's got that. But so it's it's not like you don't pass out like you do with whiskey. No, 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 no. That's different. That's a different oh. after effect. That's an after oh. effect. It's got to, anyway. Somebody can call us and tell us. Tristan, thanks for coming up, man. Go get him. Thank you for having me. You okay, bet. Okay, bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight. Oh, thank you. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, Neil Spare wrote a, a nice write-up about Turk's Cap. Uh-huh. I, I don't think we have it on. I don't think it's on sale this week. It's on it's sale. Going. It's just not. It's for sale. For sale, yeah. Okay. No, it's not. Uh, they got the bougainvilleas on sale. Turk's Cap is one of those plants that went from wilted, just hanging oh, on yeah. with the with the dry weather, and then. Perked up after that rain, and it really yeah. looks good. It's the one I've got below uh, in the bottom, bottom part of my lot that I've never watered. And uh, it, it never bloomed until it rains, and then it uh, it blooms. Uh, I mean, it starts growing again and, and blooming more. It's a good tall ground cover for the shade. It does uh, well in the fall, too. Yeah. And, of course, butterflies love it. Hummingbirds like it. Yeah, yeah uh, Neil said with their, with their petals rolled up, that's why they call it, looks like a Turkish, Turkish turban, uh, that even with the, the petals rolled up, the flowers manage to attract hummingbirds and butterflies all season long. And this is especially in the, in the, in the, uh, in the fall. And uh, you know, I originally planted turf cap is it'll bloom and grow in the shade. So uh, on on a on a big tree. So uh, turf cap's a good example. It's one of those plants too. Depending on your neighborhood, where the deer the deer yeah, usually don't find it really uh, something they like, but they'll eat it in a drought. So you got to be a little careful and not. Uh, overestimate its deer-proof capabilities. And I figured out the word. I looked it up. So the salted caramel corn has a sweet taste but a salty finish. 
If I were a wine connoisseur, I would use that because it comes. Uh-huh. Okay. Instead, you're a Cub Scout uh, <laughs> popcorn connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got Lonnie on the line. Did you finish? I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah, we. Well, yeah, I was just yeah, going to mention, mention that uh, that uh, Neil said that uh, Turks Cap was selected as a Texas superstar plant in Texas uh, by Texas A&M in 2011 for its. Generations of contributions to our state's landscape. Well, that's nice to say, but uh, the only one that was made a Texas superstar was uh, Pam Perrier, the pink one, which I think we have have plenty of here. Hey, we got Lonnie on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hey, how can we help you? Thank you. Um, some, well, it's been about three years ago, we had a, uh, a professional landscaper come out, and we, we were dealing with drainage issues at the time. But in, in the course of, of, of our discussion, he says, well, uh, you know, you could do a fridge drain. But he said probably an easier way would be to mound, to mound uh, the area where you wish to put the well, perennials. And we just, you know, we just kind of went. And we got the more or less. We got the problem resolved mainly because it hasn't rained since. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, I, I just need to have some elucidation as to what mounding. How, how does one go about mounding? Uh, let's say so. You're wanting to put in a perennial that is still subjected to. Uh, when and if it ever rains, um, where it won't be uh, flooded and, and, and die accordingly. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of definitions. But when I think of uh, mounding, the first thing that comes to my mind is that they grew those uh, sweet potatoes in this low land, and they brought, they just dug up the soil from the side and made a hill. Right, and so then they planted the sweet potatoes on top of the hill, and Jerry does that. Has done sort of that like what pro- you do when projects where thin soil, where there's rocks, so you mound up, you mound up soil. It's just a ba- it's a matter of mounding up soil to keep uh, to keep it either drier than it would be normally, or wet, or uh, yeah, I guess generally drier. It's like a raised bed. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. But uh, you, you, uh, you you don't put any, uh, well, I mean, what, what, do you just dig up the soil and, and replace it with something else and just build on it? Well, or just bring in more soil. Yeah, you bring easy. it in uh, here in, in, in San Antonio, especially. What would, what in would New, you, don't, you don't dig up anything. In New Guinea, you dig it up, but here in the, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you could that, put put uh, let's say I buy a forty pound bag of uh, well mulch or compost. That would be sufficient uh, as far as the medium for built for mounting up. It's not the the best. The best would be if you get a soil mix, probably. Uh, yeah. That would be maybe one third sand, one third topsoil, and one third compost. Mm-hmm. It's got a little more uh, body to it. And you're t- you're talking about a, a well drained because it's lifted up, and so it doesn't you don't don't necessarily need a 
all compost. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could get, you know, you can get deliveries from the horticulture supply. You know, they could drop some big piles there, and then you just move it to your where you want your mounds. Yeah. Or they can dump it where you want your mounds. I see. You gotta okay. be you gotta be a little careful, uh, making sure that you uh, the drainage routes are still open. Yeah. Because you 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 know you're, you if you have an eight inch rain, you want to get the water to be able to get out the normal routes. Well, I don't, I don't want that it would be locked all in there. Basically, you're making a raised bed garden without the sideboards. All right. If you if you want to look at it that way, I see. Okay. Well, it's basically. I mean, when we think of a mound, we think of something that's higher than than the the normal level. And absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That's all, master. All right. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks, Lonnie. You take care. Good luck. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, um, the, uh, Al back at the station wanted me to remind folks that the uh, National Weather Service has issued a flash flood watch in effect until today here in San Antonio until 9 a.m., um, oh, until Sunday at 9 a.m. So um, okay. that includes uh, Bandera, Blanco, Burnett, Comal, Dimmitt, Edwards, Frio, Gillespie, Hayes, Kendall, Kerr, uh, Kenny, uh, Lano, Maverick, Medina, Real. Uh, Travis. Well, that's three quarters of Texas. Uh, okay, there we go. There. <laughs> Just if you're listening to this, uh, chances are there's a flash flood watch. There you go. That's a way to put well, it. Well, and thank, thanks, Al, for holding back the rain. Uh, from the program this morning. Everybody was worried about that, but it was a wonderful weather. In fact, the sun got a little bright. Oh, so did uh, you mention Bearcat in that bus? I yeah. didn't hear. Did oh, okay. I thought I did. Hang on. I'll go check yeah, it again. Yeah, you, you blew my mind with all those counties. I know. I was throwing a lot. There were a lot of counties. Comel County, you mentioned. Normally, it just rolls across the bottom of your TV screen. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. can't do that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Bandera and Bear. Don't go through that again, man. <laughs> you Are you sure? <laughs> just throw out a county, and I'll tell you whether it's included. <laughs> Call us at 210-308-8867, and we'll find out if your county is included. Gillespie. Right. So they're Gillespie. Ex- they're, right, so does that mean they're expecting big rains win? Gillespie, yes, is included. That's over the recharge. All right. If you if through Sunday morning, widespread rain from abundant, abundant tropical moisture and a slow-moving frontal boundary are expected today along and west of Interstate 35. Then, later this evening into Sunday, the focus of locally heavy rains moves into the I-35 corridor and the Rio Grande, Rio Grande Plains. Um, to, storm totals of 1 to 3 inches are possible with isolated amounts up to 7 inches. I'm going home now. I'm scared. No, don't be scared. I'm scared. It says uh, Dr. Parsons should not be scared. This does not affect him at all. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, so you're all right. So when's it going to hit in Bear County? It doesn't say. It's uh, I'll, Sunday. Uh, this afternoon. It just. I thought you could look at your Sinisa and tell what's happening. No, they've already predicted this. Your Sinisa kind of overdid it. The Sinisa predicted this, and then they're, they're taking a rest. <laughs> this was a lot of work for them. 
All right. Listen, we need to take a break, but uh, we're uh, going to come back in a moment. You can call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Milberger's has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull road Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The Answer. Good morning, Riff. Morning, Ralph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906 Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers. It's a pretty day out here. The uh, coolness has uh, brought out some more gardeners and it... Yeah, the Sinisa certainly did predict a nice rain. Um, it right? flooded. It washed people off the highway, Milton. Well. You and that Sinisa about killed some people. 
The Sinise just predict it. They don't say how much. Oh. If they do, I don't know how to read that in there. Oh. Yeah. We went from... Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, eight and a half inches behind for the year or two. Oh, right that, on. Uh, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. it really is. Uh, what was the thing Forrest posted that? It was it's like feast or famine. Yeah, uh, and it was feast for that one day and overnight. Well, Monday, I think it was it was Monday overnight into into Tuesday, and then yeah, it's a lot of rain. Uh, about seven inches at the airport, more uh, north of town. Anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. So I guess with good soil moisture, now's the time to put on the herbicides, right? Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's not I'll, too late, right? No, I don't think so, but I wouldn't wait too long. Yeah. If, if the weather gets cooler. Yeah, weather's cool and the moisture in the soil. You know what else? You're killing yourself, Nelson. I know. No, take him away. Uh, you know I'm else? not touching. <laughs> I'll put him in front of Calvin. As, as, as Milton's got his hand in the bag. Calvin's got, got self- popcorn. I'll put him in front of Calvin. He's got self-control. Um, uh, when, the, the, other, the other thing is uh, what a great time to apply your uh, wildflower seeds. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. there's nothing. There's Well, I was going to say there's nothing growing out there. But it didn't take long for the weeds to start again. Yeah. But uh, all that bare soil, with moisture in there, get that seed down there so that's touching the soil. And w- we'd probably expect it to dry out again, which is fine for the wildflowers. Um, in fact, it's almost ideal for them if they just get a few good rains uh, spread out over their, their growing season. If we get too generous on the moisture, then then all the other weeds prosper. Hey, Stacy brought me up. Uh, it's for you guys, but the uh, a list of the fruit trees that'll be arriving uh, next week uh, here at Millburgers, from apples to nectarines, peaches, uh, citrus, including grapefruit, lemons, lime, oranges, satsumas, plums, pears. I mean, it's like a book. Uh, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries. Florida King peaches. Let's see. Was that done there? Yep. Large red, uh, red over gold skin with flavorful yellow red melting flesh. Good for fresh eating. 450 hours and really seems to be uh, consistent. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does. So that's always yeah. a factor. A reliable production, which is unusual for peach. Uh-oh, we got a question from the... Do they want to be on the radio, or...? All right. What's up? Here, who's going to ask the question? Here you go. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? I had a question about uh, citrus trees and if they were susceptible to a fungus known as P. omnivora or commonly known as cotton root rot. I'm sorry. Say again. Are they are they are they susceptible susceptible to uh, cotton root rot? Uh, they're they're in the in the medium rain category. They're not highly susceptible. Yeah, we wouldn't. But everything is susceptible to cotton root Have rot. Have you got you got a real active cotton root rot area? Uh, I'm not sure. I was just curious. Oh, then then you probably won't see it. I was trying to think of something that. I guess roses. Oh yeah, roses, roses would pick it up. Or hibiscus. 
Yeah, hibiscus. Yeah. And so I am, I, you know, I I haven't heard of any of them picking it up or being. Uh, they don't use it as a uh, kind of a cornerstone or a. Uh, don't plant it to see if they got cotton root rot, like they do roses. Okay. And then, is there any way to test the soil for it? I like to send it off to get tested for cotton root rot. You got it. Are you in San Antonio? Yes. You got it. <laughs> but but uh, it, it's what's susceptible to it, you know what, what uh, and and the weather conditions have to be just right and and things like that for for cotton root to become active. What kind of plants do you have in your yard? Live oaks. What kind of plants do you guys have? Shrubs. You got any roses or you got? Okay. I was just thinking, you know, if we could, some of them, some of them are plants that, if you had really active cotton root rot, they'd pick it up. Yeah, right. So, I, I would. Your neighbors haven't complained about it or anything. Where'd you hear about this cotton root rot and learn the scientific name and everything? Uh, actually, um, I learned it from my uncle, who's a very active gardener with gardener and the family. He's got that green thumb, whereas. I don't exactly have it quite yet. <laughs> what's, your, what's his name? Uh, John Plo. John, John what? Plo. P L O. P L O C H. C H. Oh, no. okay. And has John ever had to battle cotton root rot? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. their garden has come into that. But I know that his garden's really nice and and green and very produ- productive, and ours is not. <laughs> no. I think I think there's probably I guess this doesn't make it easy, but I think there's a lot of other things that are going to be difficult issues you'll have to deal with before you have to worry about cotton root rot. But yeah, I mean, we don't we don't see a lot of cotton root rot in landscapes in San Antonio. No. Um, and it's, it's last scattered. Night, so. It's it's scattered. In other words, it's scattered widely scattered. And like I said, it has to have the right environmental conditions to to really activate. But citrus is the last thing it'll kill. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, you can, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Come on up. All right, I got two questions from the crowd. Here you go. Now well, we need we need uh, we need more cabbage and broccoli than that. <laughs> well, what are you going to eat? One one broccoli head? I'm starting. I'm just starting my first uh, square foot garden. Yeah. Oh, so, man. All right. Yeah. We, we have four minutes, so let's we'll, we'll, we'll jump oh, okay. to Okay. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Should he worry about cotton root rot on those uh, vegetables? No. Okay. Yes, sir. How can we help you? You're on the air. Yeah, thank you. Hey, so I uh, planted a cypress pine about three or four months ago in my backyard. And show these guys. And a cypress um, pine? Or is that what it's called? A cypress? It's a cypress? Yeah. One of those tall, thin ones that look yeah. like that? We're looking at it now. It's, it looks like a pine, but it goes straight That's up. That's a pine. juniper. A juniper? Is that and, what that's called? I'm sorry. Isn't that a juniper? Dow Calvin's looking at it. I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> it's one that's got a shape. It's not, it's not wrapped with anything. It's just no, growing like that. Correct. It grows that could be a, that, that could be a, that could be a cypress. What's that cypress that is so unpredictable? Ball cypress? No, not no, not the, the one they used, used on Sam. Port Sam Houston. Anyway, what's oh, that? So, Arizona. So, no, not Arizona. The one that Arizona's and Bald's work fine. 
What's, so what's happening to that? So my main issue is that it's browning at the top, and the bottom is staying green. So it looks like the bottom half is surviving, but the top half is dying off. And, and I'm trying to figure out, because I only put it in there like three or four months ago. And, How long? And it's gotten worse. Three or four. Yeah, about three or four months ago. How are you watering it, it? That's what I was going to ask. By hand. Are you letting Are you letting it really soak in? Yeah, there? really soak in. I, I didn't do a good job initially, but I've gotten better over the past, I guess, past couple of weeks. Yeah, because, you, you know, the, they're notorious for those new plantings when it's, it's 100 degrees out there with our crummy soil. That root ball has got to be, it's got a very small root system, and that root ball has got to be watered right at the base. So you may have had may have had the damage that occurred early, and you caught up now, at least you're protecting yeah, what's left. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is there a way to save it? Can I still save that tree, or um, it's real brown at the top half of it? Um, yeah, keep keep watering it well, and um, it's hard for us to s- see the pictures. Not real clear. Yeah, it depends. It depends on which what 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 tree it is actually yeah. is. I, I Are there other? Is it in full sun or is it in shade? No, it's it's covered. It has a little canopy of oak trees over it. So is that that's probably a full sun tree. The other thing, me and my wife were thinking that probably yeah. going to need to move it. Is it. Do you think? Would you advise to? To um, undig it up and, and move it to a place that's got more sun. I probably would because it's not gonna it's not gonna develop there. The other thing is if if it doesn't recover, you you've got some opportunity to do some thinning cuts and uh, keep keep that part that's still alive and remove that dibber. But I but I think for the long term you it'll need some sun. Some sun. Okay. Jerry, you got any other? Ah, uh, you did a good job. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867. Thanks for coming by. Or you can come by like these nice people and ask your question in person. All right. We're going to take a break in just a second. But our gun number again, 210-308-8867. Or uh, go just uh, come out and visit with us. Don't forget, you can go online. And uh, check out com to find out about all the activities that are going on there. In just a little while, we'll come back after the news, and then we'll get you caught up uh, with Steve Copen of Furniture Now. He's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on over there. They've got an incredible sale. That's all after this on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free 866-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, right now, both Jerry and Calvin are answering questions off the air. A couple of folks kind of ran up to us and uh, started asking questions when we went to break. So uh, Jerry is going to finish up with his. Calvin, just what was you? Oh, you were, yeah, this is uh, our chance. You want to talk about what she was looking for? You want to talk about what she was looking for? Yeah, she was looking for uh, multiplier onions. Right. She called them walking onions. Walking onions. onions. And, uh, you know, I should have Yes, I, I guess we've in the past we've had somebody that 
Hand, you know, if you have them, there's yeah. spreading now, and they usually. Oh. We could. Uh, uh, I let her get away. Uh, I sent her to the Master Gardeners Gardening Volunteers and to the Men's Garden Club because somebody there will will bring some in. They'll usually do. The other option, which we've done before, and I didn't remember at Milton, was we've had uh, people that in the audience just call in and say, hey, I've got some. And, uh, oh, okay. And uh, I'll leave them at Millburgers or I'll at the station or whatever. Well, and then you can, too. I'm curious as to whether walking onions or, or have there's some special... It's a variety that's slightly different, or whether it's the same as the multiplier. Multiplier. Oh, okay. So it is multiplier. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the ones that really yeah. are premium are the dancing onions. Oh, that was, those are nice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Those are fun in the yard. Mm-hmm. But they're so hard to pick. Well, you got to have They run mu- all over, you know, and you just... you got to have that music going all the time. Neighbors complain, but they're really good. And they're I, fun. I was going to say, well, Anne, you know, at her age, she probably wouldn't catch them. But then I thought uh, about it. Anne would for sure catch them. She <laughs> sounds like she's very, very active, so she could handle it. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. I'm not 210- sure about you, though, Milton. No, uh, pretty much not. 210-308-8867. Hey, Steve Coben, the Furniture Now, is going to visit with us uh, for a little, just a second or so. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on over there. You've heard me talk about him. Uh, I'll give that back to you. Uh, each week here and the different things they have going on at Furniture Now. But he's got a, a real special one uh, going on that we'll tell you about in just a second. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Can everyone hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Hey, okay, talk a little bit. Tell folks about what Furniture Now uh, and, and its history and uh, your locations and kind of what makes you proud of it. Oh, well, thank you. You know, my family started um, the furniture business in San Antonio uh, back, back in 1917. So my family has been here for four generations. Um and so, you know, for many years it was uh, Pullman Furniture. Uh, after World War II, my uh, grandparents started National Furniture. Uh, my brother owns Desk Galore downtown. And uh, I, uh, my wife and I, we opened Furniture Now um, about three years ago over on Evers Road. And we just opened our second location uh, over off of Lookout Road and 1604 near the Forum in the Northeast. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just great uh, to be a part of the city, uh, watch its growth. Um, and even though more and more big chain stores keep moving into San Antonio, uh, I think that we as the local independent leader here in the city uh, just do a better job because we listen to the people and, um, you know, we're just very, very accommodating to our customers. Yeah, you you know, and, and hearing you talk about customer service and pricing and all that and, and the offers that you have, it is really clear that you do. And you've got skin in the game. This is your family business. Whereas for yeah, some absolutely. of the big guys, you know, they it's their businesses, but it's not personally their business. But they, they may work for it, but, um, you know, they don't live in the same community and yeah. they... Yeah, as, as you guys do at Furniture Now. So, yeah, hey, okay, so uh, what kind of stuff will we find at Furniture Now? And then tell them about what you're doing. Okay, so we are a full-service furniture store. We carry bedroom, living room, dining room, sofas, sectionals, reclining furniture. By the way, football season is coming. 
and uh, we have lots of great refining furniture. Uh, but right now, we're continuing on with our flash sale. Flash sale okay. means that we've temporarily lowered the price on our Internet, and the same price is in the store. So you're going to get Internet pricing in the store or online. It'll be the same no matter which way you go. And then get this. Right now, we're going to run four years, a full 48 months, no down payment, no interest, no minimum payment. So if you want to just come in and get a simple recliner, open an account through Synchrony Financial, and you'll get four years with no interest. And not only that, furniture now, you know, there's lots of stores that if you buy something online, you're always a little apprehensive about, you know, is it the right color? Is it the right size? And a lot of people don't make the decision to buy because they can't see it. Well, our store has a 100% no-hassle refund policy. If it comes in, you don't like it, no big deal. We refund 100% of your money, even delivery charges. And I want you to know that we give our customers peace of mind because there's no restocking fees, no nothing. And so you really ought to put furniture now on your shopping list. Yeah, and that's a good example, uh, Steve, of of kind of you listening to customers uh, and what their concerns were and things like that, the uh, the no hassle. Uh, because, yeah, people were worried about that. There's going to be a restocking fee, so you know what? I'm just not going to do it. And that's not the case with you guys. That's great. Yeah, and one other thing I'd really like to point out is any of your listeners pay attention to online ratings. Furniture Now is the highest-rated furniture store in San Antonio. If you go, just check out our reviews online, I don't care if you look uh, from Yelp to Google, Facebook, wherever it is you look, you'll see that there's lots and lots of people out there all giving us five-star reviews. And it's all because right. we do the right thing. Yeah, and you'll see that, too, and in, in, even in the, the folks that, that – uh, and how you handle uh, people's complaints. It's online, and uh, there's, you know, if you look at Yelp, out of 30 reviews, there's one that was bad. But, it, but the cool thing is you guys handled it, and they, they can see that. So, yeah, I think that you can be confident uh, you're going to be happy with the experience at Furniture Now. All right, so we got two locations Steve mentioned. We've got the, the showroom on 410 and Evers Road, the new location. Uh, they're at 1604 and Lookout Road, just down the street from Millburgers, and, uh, of course, FurnitureNow.com. Anything else, Steve? That's it. I sure do appreciate you talking to me. And yeah, uh, remember, no minimum payment, no down payment, no interest for four years. So come on start down. Doing, start doing the math, and it's really exciting. Thanks, Steve. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye now. You take, bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 is our number. And uh, you can call and be a part of the show. Boy, we got beat up with calls. Uh, questions during the uh, the uh, break. It's like everybody was waiting for the news and then came up. You had a we I had, had a, I had a uh, citrus bird question, and uh, they were kind of skeptical, but they they had, had guessed that it was birds uh, with that damage on the first. It's hard to believe, though. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard, uh, took we, us a while. <laughs> that's what that's I told him. It. it took us three or four years of the and to have them. Two feet away from us. Yeah. <laughs> and the citrus specialist in the valley telling us that that's, uh, I said, can it be mites or, you know, can it be. <laughs> yeah, he. Mainly because you, you can kind of control it. And and he he was noticing uh, he had beautiful, had a beautiful lime from below, 
you know, it was sitting low in the tree. But uh, those at the top where the birds sit. Oh. Uh, was, uh, I said sit, Milton. I heard you. The birds sit. That's what I heard. And uh, <laughs> Don't is that the same as doo-doo? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just move on. Where they perch. Where they perch. There you go. There we go. That's a better word. <sighs> But anyway, uh, uh, that, that's showing up on everybody's, everybody's uh, trees now. Oh, we've got some trees in our neighborhood where the homeowners are using the CD methods. Uh-oh. The citrus, where they're putting the CDs oh, throughout okay. the trees. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works. I think I'd rather have the black spots on my trees. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it looks good. Kind of, it's kind of decorative. Yeah, kind of cute. The CDs are just kind of spinning in the sun and the breeze. and Yeah. yeah. So. I think that works for some people. Uh, but anyway, uh, Neil Spear has got a, a picture in, in in today's paper of uh, of a split split fruit citrus. Uh, when citrus fruit is exposed to dramatic changes in environmental conditions, temperatures, moisture, and wind, it's likely to split badly. Uh, Especially, especially when it's coming out of a, a dry period where where it didn't, oh. didn't get enough water, and um, and, and it, it they're split. You notice that fruit is ripe. In other words, see the color in the in the fruit. I'm looking. Oh yeah, it sure is. Wow. And uh, so it it's it's not as sweet as obviously it would have gotten, but uh, it's still edible or juiceable. So uh, that that's showing up too, especially after as much rain as we got uh, after such a long dry spell. Now I haven't, and and the more that you haven't thinned your tree, those who haven't thinned the tree, which includes everyone, uh, the the one the non-thin fruit suffered more than uh, than those. Like I've got, I haven't got. I had a big crop last year, and so I don't have a lot of fruit on my citrus this year. But uh, the fruit that's on there hasn't split. I think if you're, you've been able to really, really water your fruit, irrigate yeah. them too, that you 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 can escape uh, from from that kind of damage. Yeah, we mentioned wildflowers a while ago uh, briefly. And I want to remind everybody that uh, John Thomas of Wild Seed Farms is having his uh, having his uh, wild wildflower lectures now from two to four, and they're going on uh, seven, eight, nine. That's uh, seven or yesterday, and uh, so today from two to four, and tomorrow from two to four. John Thomas will be talking about up in Fredericksburg, between Fredericksburg and Stonewall on Highway 290. We'll be talking about uh, sowing wildflower seed. And I guess we got some wildflower seed in. in have we got some? Uh, we, we have small, small packages. Small uh, packages, yeah. yeah. But uh, go ahead. Well, what's going on, Trace? Oh, well, uh, just every time I turn around, we got something new in. And, cool. Uh, some of them Jerry likes and some of them Uh-oh. he didn't. But another new item we got in this week was a uh, 
more heat forgiving birch tree. Oh yeah, so the, we, have a, we have a lot of, of uh, customers that are moved in from other areas of the of the states, and uh, they're familiar with birch trees. And this one uh, is supposed to tolerate the heat and drier weather pattern better. So uh, we brought in, I believe, nine of those. So if you're interested in trying a, uh, a birch tree, this one will give you that look and the better chance of survivability. What, what kind of birch? What do they call them? Enduro heat or endura heat, I think, is the okay. specific name on this I wonder this where they tested it. Uh, they were grown in Texas. Were they? Yeah. Where in Texas? Uh, I can get you that shortly. <laughs> Char- Charles Bottom. So we, yeah. uh, okay. So we don't want to say too much bad about it. It's a Dura Heat, uh, perhaps the most culturally adoptable and heat tolerant of the birches. There you go. Yeah. That ain't saying much. I'm just saying what it says. Oh. All right. So, anyway, uh, so you've got that here and you've got a sample of it. I believe there's two of them up front and yeah. another half dozen or so in the back. Cool. So we'll see how they do. Uh, and uh, you've got them in how many do you have? Uh, there's there's uh, seven or eight, I believe. All right. Is that something folks could call in on that, too? Or You bet. Okay. Uh, but I would encourage them to come out and see, and see them. Uh, okay. But we could definitely do that over the phone if they were interested. Yeah, and there are images online, too, that you can see them. So, uh, all right. That's cool. 210-308-8867. You want to talk about all this, too? This packet of uh, trees coming Oh, that's, in? yeah, that's a lot of talk about I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I have the, you don't have the, that yeah. in me. So uh, two years ago, or three, we started experimenting with bringing fruit trees in for fall because mm-hmm. uh, it is an easier time for the trees to uh, adjust to, to planting. And they are in containers. And they are. they are. We have some in containers, and we're going to have a, a good chunk of them coming in, I believe, on Wednesday. Oh, good. That's what they said. So, uh, so if you're interested in apples, nectarines, peaches, plums, pears, uh, citrus of all, many varieties, and uh, I think there's avocados coming in, yeah. blueberries, blackberries, raspberries. Yep, so avocado. It's almost like spring. Figs. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cool. So, uh, and pecans. Are these online? Uh, I don't have. The, I don't think okay. so. Okay. Cool. Well, you can call us and ask them. Ask us if uh, if the nursery carries them, the variety. But yeah, all, these will all start coming in, or they'll all be in by Wednesday. Or Wednesday, start coming Wednesday in. they're going to start showing. Up. Okay, good. So this is there's a lot of trees, so it might be more than one trip. Yeah, where do they come from? So? Uh, well, uh, these California? I believe are all no, these are from uh, I think Tennessee, Brazos, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, and I think it's been really a, a very uh, successful venture to have them in the fall i it, it's it's tend to work out the last couple of times so uh, why why is that no. why is it that why 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 does it take why did it take us so long i don't know what was wrong with y'all mill burgers figured it out because <laughs> people historically buy fruit trees yeah, in, in January in, in the spring. Yeah. Early well, it was just an experiment, actually. To, wasn't it kind of just, it, it was. hey, we're going to try this and see what happens, and then people responded. Well, part of it, I think, it was the uh, that we uh, used bare root in the old days. Oh. And uh, now container, there's really no, you got a good container plant, there's no excuse. I mean, there's no, not so, as yeah, much. You, you can plant year-round on these. Yeah. 
Oh wow! It could really? be zero or uh, 110, and but our but our wholesalers got used to they did that mass uh, harvest in the winter and then sold them in the spring. And, and I think we used to get questions too because we'd start talking about the uh, the shade trees and stuff. Are they coming in as well? Because uh, we brought a lot in this uh, this past week, so we're okay. We're in good shape. And so I think I kind of remember that we'd start promoting that, and then people would call us about fruit trees. Oh, do you all have this now? And it's like, no, that, that comes in January, but not anymore. So, Are you saying we started that, Milton, or you started that? I don't think I started it, no. I'm not, oh, oh I'm not, okay. I can't, he participated. I participated in it. Okay. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> but uh, that's cool. Well, so, you think about it, you say, well, that they live in the nursery. You know, I mean, they 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 have to live in the nursery yeah, till the next spring. They're going to be happier in the ground, absolutely, than okay. they would be in the pot absolutely. any time of the year. Absolutely. All right. And you, uh, in a uh, fruit tree nursery, and just like a fruit fruit tree operation, you get used to the procedures and uh, no. the seasons. You do the same thing every. So it's hard to it's hard to change. I imagine it was pretty tough for somebody to figure out what we should probably be doing we should be selling them in the fall too and because of because of all the horticultural reasons because the market's there and we've uh, we're educating and moisture usually yeah we're educating gardeners but uh, also our wholesalers thought more of a middle i mean uh, middle north rather than the southern gardening too all right, we got Hank on the line at 210. So call the nursery at, at 497-3760, 497-3760, and then find out um, when the variety you, if they're going to have the variety you want and when they'll have it in, uh, whatever fruit you're looking for, whether it's citrus, apples, pears, plums, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, all that. Uh, 497-3760. Hank is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Hank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. How are you all doing? Uh, Good. What's I going on, a, Hank? I have a question. Um, is it now with all this rain and maybe cooler temperatures, are we safe enough to take our shade cloth off our tomatoes that we mm. put over the tomato garden? I, I don't to think you have to. heat. I don't think you have to, but I think this is probably a good time, a good time as any. What were we targeting, Cherry? We were thinking, I guess we were thinking in terms of uh, yeah. September 1st. Mm-hmm. So, September. yeah, that's, yeah so that's a good time. There's blossoms on the tomatoes, and it did save them from getting fried. So yeah. it did work. I used the green shade cloth, and it worked to keep them uh, a little bit cooler and they're all putting on blossoms and they're looking good so i wondered with all this rain that we've had and i've had about nine inches of rain um wow they uh yeah uh, i'd like to take it off let the sun get out of when the sun comes out now uh, how'd your landscape drain uh pretty good but I've got, oh, a, I've got a double French drain in my front lawn, and I've got one on the hill and a, and a retaining wall. So um, uh, I got flooded in 07. I had 67 inches of rain through my yard in 07, and um, I wasn't taking any chances. <laughs> yeah. So, when, you ta- when you take your shade, if you're going to be conservative, when you take your shade cloth off, uh-huh. you take it off in the evening uh-huh. on a cloudy okay. day. Yeah. 
Or on a cloudy day, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think we're going to have a few of those coming up anyway. Um, yeah. Sounds like we're later today. We might get some more. As well, it's, I'm at the medical center, and it's pretty dark over here right now. Yeah. The, uh, as you look at, at the radar, everything, there's a, a big, I sound like a meteorologist, a big cell to our west, mm-hmm, uh, south mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit northwest of San Antonio. The, um, Just about we, to go into Hondo. Can we put in a Miho right now and let it get a rip system on over the winter and put it in the ground? Absolutely. Just Can. be ready. Just uh, be ready to protect it if it gets real cold. And then, how do you? What's your opinion of Methley plums? How long do they last here? It's a nice little tasting plum. We can't grow the the Italian prune plums here because we don't get enough cold. I don't think. And that's yeah, a good plum stem. Methley is uh, is the recommended one. Is it still my, the best mine, for our mine, area? Yeah, that's the that's the recommended one. A lot of people have good luck with it. Mm-hmm. I have not. Mine stayed alive, but I haven't had a huge uh, performance on it. I you know, and I don't well, dare s- speak too loudly because I've got lots of squirrels and raccoons and. Yeah, birds. yeah. Well, I do too. So, and I had one crop that was fairly good, but after that, it just kind of pooped out. You know, yeah, well, you're right over there where I live too. Yeah. So you and I, you yeah. and I have been faced the same situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm debating whether or not it would be a good idea to put one in again. If I well, had to take one out because I had um, like sticky oozy sap coming out of the trunk at the base oh. near the yeah. um, near the ground. So yeah, it, bacterial it came canker. Out. Yeah, it um, came out. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Jerry and I recommended that somebody try a Santa Rosa. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's one Trace likes, yeah. You might, you might want to do that. Is that a little hardier than the Nestle um, as far as the bacterial canker and stuff like that? Um, I think it's a more reliable producer. Yeah. Oh, okay. And how reliable a producer is the Miho? The, Mi- the Satsuma? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a reliable. And they, they you have, like. you, Miho, you they have, have that, don't you? Yeah, they have Sito and Miho. Which one is the better one? As far as I like, C- I like Sito because it's a bigger fruit, uh-huh. and it it tends to uh, not overbear. And does and, it? How uh, big does it get? About eight feet, ten feet, if you. Put oh, it in the oh, you mean the tree? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, there, I've, 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 we've got some at Uvalde that are twenty feet tall. Uh oh. In the ground. Yeah. In the ground. Yeah. yeah. Now, oh. if you're in, in, if you you got it on a raised bed in our soil over there, yeah. You might you might be seeing twelve okay. feet. Yeah, yeah, that's about. Yeah. Right. I've got yeah, I've got it in amended soil, you know, in its own little area. So, but it'll be in the ground. You can always, you know, later on, if it gets too tall, you can top it in. in, uh, Uh, Like I do do the Meyer lemon. When the Meyer lemon is 10 feet high and 10 feet wide, I whack it in half. There you go. (laughs) So uh, so that'll do good, and then maybe the Santa Rosa versus the Nestle then. 
Right. Try uh, try that. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you much. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Thank Good you life. for calling. Okay, you bet. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, right. Hank. Hey, we got to take a break. We're going to come back, back in just a moment. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Melberger's has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull road Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. You may have heard about the anonymous opinion piece published by the New York Times in which a supposed senior administration official trashes President Trump as a madman and claims he or she and others have acted to keep the president from making what the writer claims are bad decisions that pose dangers to the country. The writer also says Trump administration policies are working, but to the deep state and the left, it doesn't matter. The Times says it's protecting the person's identity because he or she doesn't want to be unemployed. Well, that person would not be unemployed for long. The person would get a hefty book contract and a spot on MSNBC. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders called the person a coward. If you're so opposed to a president on principle, the right thing to do is resign. He was elected, not you. He's the executive, not you. He is accountable to voters, not you. It's all part of the run-up, of course, to the November elections. All orchestrated, like the Brett Kavanaugh protests, it's also disgusting. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in all on the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith.
truth after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book on the mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. What, uh, what else you got going on over there? I, I had to laugh at uh, Neil Sperry's. Uh, the uh, he he gave he couple. I, I take his weekly newsletter, uh, which by the way you can you can uh, it's free, uh, just like our uh, Milberg's newsletter is. Right. And uh, you can go ahead and. Uh, Get to it through uh, plantanswers.com on the right side of the screen. Well, let's see. I guess it'd be on the left side of the screen where it says Neil Spears. You can click on that, and that's the way you apply to get it every every week, uh, every Thursday, I think it is. But anyway, he he a couple of weeks ago he uh, put in there how to build an armadillo trap. Oh, cool! And um, so he built an armadillo trap. A guy right in and said, I built your armadillo trap, and it's been working great and allowed me to deal with a few raccoons and possums as well. The other day, I got more than I bargained for. Based on the Stop. hair, based on the hair damage, teeth marks, and apparent will of the critter to take revenge on the trap, I think I had a run-in with a small bobcat. Yeah. In in his armadillo, or coyote too could have done. Well, that's true too, but uh, it, it was small because they could bother, they can squeeze in there. I didn't have any bait in the trap; just the smell of the other varmints that the trap has helped me oh. with in the past. Raccoon will surprise you too. They'll get some of those. The old males will get pretty. Oh yeah, rambunctious. They're, they're, they're big too. All right, 210-308-8867, and John is on the line, 210-308-8867. John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Oh, just enjoying the rain. Um, oh, you getting rain? A little, uh, looks like it. It's some strange stuff out there. Anyway, got my peak wet. Hey, um... Let's talk a little bit about figs. I wanna, I wanna maintain fig bushes versus trees, and uh, mainly for being able to pick easier and probably produce more. But anyhow, when is the right time to to prune them? February. February, and then just do yeah. whatever I want with them because they're pretty tolerant of that chopping, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you can cut, cut, cut them down. The, I hesitate to mention this, but uh, they have the cold hardiness, which we haven't had a lot to deal with. 
they have the cohorts in the in the largeness of the uh, stems. In other words, okay. so when you prune, yeah. when you prune, when you're pruning them back, keep some keep several of those uh, large uh, trunks. Is what I'm looking for. Trunks. I, I got you. I understand exactly where we're going with this. So because that's yeah. that's the hardest. That way, if, could, it, if if it freezes back, uh, the trunks are more likely to survive for me. There you go. There you go. That's right. And uh, on on is it on all figs that the that the fruit is on the on the new growth? No, uh, some I forget what they call those figs, but some varieties. I think brown turkey may be a little bit like that. We'll have uh, figs on the old old wood. And usually they're they're huge, yeah. Yeah. Usually those fig fruit are huge. And then, of course, you get the stuff on the new growth. There's a name for that. Uh, uh, George George Ray McKitchen, Dr. McKitchen, gave gave it a name. that that uh, fig and and it's all you always get the same description. Be careful. It's a it's the biggest. Hey hey. Be careful. Uh, now Calvin's. Uh, <laughs> I'm he, encouraging some people here at the nursery to be. Careful. That didn't work, Calvin. No, it did not work. Go out there and get them, Calvin. Knock them <laughs> right. in line. Knock them in line, Calvin. Yeah. Right. We'll support you. Focus, gentlemen. <laughs> we'll come see you in jail, Calvin. I'm trying to think hey, of what the uh, word is. They're with their parents on, now, so. On, on another question, Fig, related, um, uh, if if I want an air layer to make some more, um, is that a spring exercise best or any time? Uh, that's after they go dormant, which is uh, um, November, December, and you don't need to air layer them. Uh, don't. Uh, oh, yeah, you. all you all need to do is is take the cuttings about uh, what eight to ten inches long and uh, stick them in a in a pot or stick them in the ground where you want them to grow and to stick about three or four cuttings in in one 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 area and one of some of them will root one of them will, one or two of them will root. All right. Well, that sounds like a plan, then. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Now, they, they may not. In other words, if you do it in November, December, they'll just stand there and look at you as a stick. Right. Until uh, till, till, uh, they probably sprout out in uh, in March or April. But you don't you don't want to take don't want to look at them look look for the roots. Until you have a, a sprout on the on the old on the stick that you stuck, stick that uh, you stuck. I like that. You like that? Yeah. But anyway, 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 wait till wait till you have a sprout on there, a new new sprout on there, that's about uh, four to six inches long, before you knock them out of that pot and, and repot them or either plant them in the ground. I, uh, years ago, uh, I uh, kind of did it the old way, where I wrapped a bundle of them up, up, buried them upside down, and dug them up in the spring and planted them, and they grew. I mean, I had pretty good luck doing that. Um, can you cut them and 
put them in a bag like sign wood, you know, and then get them out of the bag in the refrigerator in the spring and plant them, or will that not work? Like the pecans. Yeah, I think yeah. they develop. Uh, I, I think they're they're better in in. We've had better luck with them in uh, in just putting them in container with more soil. And Are they uh, totally bury them or, or put them sticking out. Sticking out about uh, three or four inches. And then just that's where they're going to root. Right. They're going to root uh, right, uh, right at the top of that potting mix. Okay, so it won't sit there. I, I always thought it, if I did that too early in the winter, they'd sit there and it, and it would rot off below ground. No, they, that's why I said keep the soil moist and not wet. Uh-huh. But I just make a real perlite-rich mixture. Yeah, you could do that. You know, we're almost all perlite and do it and see what happens. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, uh, but but, but uh, it, it likes to develop that root system when it's when it's ready, you know. Yeah. So I got so you. Uh, I th- I think if you put it in the refrigerator and stick them out in February or March, they'll rot before they root. Yeah, I see. Right. I think that I think they will. I I try them several different ways. They they yeah. root very easily. Yeah, that's what, what I'm figuring. All right, thank you. I'll take care of that. It sounds good. What, what, variety, what variety are you growing? Well, right now uh, I'm actually wanting to multiply those lemon bars I got from y'all here a while back. Okay, and, uh, lemon, lemon figs. That's a good one. Lemon, I mean lemon figs, yeah. Yeah, lemon figs. That's a good one. Yeah, that was. Well, I don't remember when it was. I got them from y'all over there, though. Anyway, not at Millburgers, but at the, uh, at the Festival show. of Flowers. Uh, Festival yeah. of Flowers. Yeah. Exactly, and then I got another one which I don't know what a name is because I got it from an old ranch uh, up in the hill country. It's a red meated fig with a closed end and band. It's a good one. It don't get very big, but that may be because it didn't have much fertility there. But. Uh, but it's sure a good thing, and that's the one I got. I've got two growing right now that uh, I'm looking to multiply eventually. But I don't yeah, know. Do, you, do you know how old? Do you know how old the bush is? The fig bush is. I've been there a lot of years. I don't know how old though. I really don't. I was just wondering if, if it might be Celeste, if it's a small sweet fig. It's red meat. Yeah. I think Celeste is red, and it's Calvin. I don't. I can't remember. I don't either. I don't know how many red meats are figs are there. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember any red ones. Yeah. Red, the flesh red. Oh yeah, I've, I've eaten from different places where the flesh is red, and boy, they are good. A good fig. It might be the same darn one, and I don't realize it, but. Yeah. But. But they're good. Now, I'm not going to say all over the place. I'll say maybe two places in my life I ran across them. Okay. And this is one of them, and uh, that's the one I'm working with right now, aside from that lemon fig, which is a good yeah. one. Yeah. So I've got that yellow one, and I've got the red meat. All right. Well, thank you. Well, Ru- right, you Ru- take care. Root me a couple. Of the red ones or the, or yeah, the, the red, red one. ones? The red ones. I got I the lemon. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. No problem. Okay. Thank you. Good deal. Bye. All right. That's exciting. Bye.
All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Milberger's has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one-gallon gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and Road. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was close to combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. No one on the line, so let's find out what you got going on. We got some questions in this week. Uh, somebody wanted us to name, want to know the name of a tree. Said they have a small tree growing, small dark green leaves, full of yellow flowers. Some of the flowers do grow into seed pods. I need the name so I can research to see how large it'll grow. It's planted near a house. Live off of uh, 306 and North Cranes Mill Road, Hmm. north of Canyon Lake. And Forrest takes a guess and says, I think what you have is Gold Star Esperanza. Tacoma stands Gold Star. And he, he gives a gives a uh, link so that he, they can go look at the look at the uh, picture. If this is not the plant that you have, take digital images of it and send them to me attached to at to as a reply to this email. So that it's very difficult to uh, to diagnose what or, or to uh, identify, identify uh, uh, plants like that just from a description. But he, 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 he say it sounds like it's full of yellow flowers at this time of the year. I don't know what else that would be. Theralis. Yeah, that's true too. Could be that. But it came up as a seedling. <laughs> But uh, which goes against Gold Star, too. So, I don't huh. know. Uh, also, uh, you know fall is coming when the, when the uh, mealy bugs start appearing on the plants, especially hibiscus. It's got a question in from uh, Sun City. That there are white fuzzy pods, pods on my hibiscus branches causing them to die what do i do and forrest writes them back kenneth i assume these are these white fuzzy parts are mealybugs and mealybugs just seem to come out of nowhere about this time of the year when the temperature turns cooler and uh and the plant kind of starts going you don't know whether it's going dormant or dying because of the the mealybugs. Forrest recommends that you spray them with one of the horticulture oils, such as neem oil. Uh, I recommend look at look at your hibiscus now, uh, or, or any any of your plant material. Uh, they generally start on one branch and then move out to the whole tree. So the the absolute best way to get rid of those things when you see them, mealybugs. 
uh, is to uh, remove that branch and take all the mealybugs and put them in the garbage or somewhere like that uh, because they're, they're difficult to kill. They're bugs on top of bugs with a... Uh, uh, a uh, Calcium coating. Ca- ca- a coating that protects them from from spray. But uh, the, do- the dormant oil that... that uh, uh, that he recommended uh, will take care of. We have a have another question. Said I have two rows of monkey monkey grass in a circle surrounding five lantana. These plants were planted in in an old plant bed that did have agave planted in them but removed and these plants planted in their place so he, he's describing a hotbed in other words he, he had, had uh, desert plants in there and he's got lantana in there now the problem is the monkey grass almost every every one of them are going from a dark green to a white and dying what could be causing this, and what's a good alternative to the monkey grass? The lantana seems to be doing great with new growth and blooms. Obviously, full sun. I wonder how the monkey grass survived as long as it did. <laughs> that's, that's what Forrest uh, picked up on. The plants, the plant were uh, were planted about uh, six weeks ago. Oh. Oh, see, six weeks? <laughs> six weeks ago. Oh, okay. Robert, <laughs> says Forrest, uh, while, while I cannot be sure, I think the problem with the monkey grass is that it's getting too much sunlight. Uh, what you got? Could you also got be water and heat problem uh, getting started, in the mo- and the monkey grass prefers parts as full shade. Can we ask you? Oh, go ahead, you might consider dwarf Mexican petunia, Ruellia, uh, for this bed. So uh, it's just in too hot a condition, too sunny a condition. All right. Are you okay going on the air? All right. You're on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? I'm asking either of y'all uh, okay, about the bay me. laurel and what the bay laurel allows in the way of its sunlight quotient. And I know they grow good in our area here, but what do I need to do to get it going? You, uh, I, I think it does best in like morning sun. Morning sun, afternoon shade, yeah. yeah. And what kind of soil you've got? Hill country. And it's rock. A, modifiable. <laughs> modifiable. Are there back works as modifiable? Are there, uh, are there, Hey, Laurel's grow. Are they growing there now successfully? No. The people, um, it's a young couple who have a new home in one of these new divisions, and they decided to put in Japanese ornamental blueberry. And one of them cratered and went south, and now the ends of the leaves, I've already cut a bunch of it off, are leaving. So I think it's time to, it needs to go. You know, and I, I kind of think the Bay Laurel's in the same league with that Japanese blueberry. Uh, some situations it does all right, but it doesn't like our alkaline soil, doesn't like a rocky soil. It does all right in, uh, like, stream bed 
So, so is there is there any other any other? Are you using a hedge? Are you using it for a hedge or what are you? No, it's a single. It's a specimen plant that will grow in that spot. She has another one that is five star, another Japanese ornamental blueberry, uh, fifteen feet tall. Looks good. Uh, oh no, we would salute it with attention. It's so beautiful. But this one, stand by. We got people who dig these plants. And they may put it in a round hole the size of the bucket. And they may put it on a ledge. And they may chop half of the bottom of the root system off so they don't have to dig in that. So I kind of think that's what happened to that one. I'll know when we take it out. But that's where the bay laurel would go. And it's in a bed of 16 or so inches of uh, uh, build-up humus and compost and so forth. Oh, okay. That's good. And uh, dapple sun, morning sun, um, afternoon shade. Um, I see this one, and I also have watched one for 30 years that's grown in the same place that I've had many pots of um, stew and pea soup out of mm-hmm. um, and has never failed. The people knew, moved in, and whacked it bad. That's the um, bay laurel. Mm-hmm. And it's back right now telling everybody, hey, I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. And it's on whatever our soils are here. Right, right. Well, if you, uh, I haven't had the same success or la- luck with, with them. I find them pretty unpredictable. But, uh, you know, if you're confident, then uh, I'd give it a try. But... Oh, only by seeing it done once. Yeah. I see this one that I've watched for years that I've used and has never faltered. No uh, diseases on the leaves, uh-huh. no any... Uh, Decay problem. Um, well, that's if yeah. you're just using it as a specimen plant. Why don't you use some uh, a holly? Why don't you use a holly? I think it's the preference of these people to want that shape of the leaf, that appearance of that other plant. Oh, okay. And so for me, um, I get them in the kitchen instead of going to the cafeteria. Uh-huh. There's your bay laurels. How about making me a pot of stew, and I'll come by and help you understand why I need to eat your good stew uh-huh. off of that tree. Uh-huh. Just a whatever okay. for these people to uh, enjoy the outside. Okay, okay. Well, right. try the Baylor. But pass me. How y'all doing? <laughs> okay. Well, All right. We got rain, so we're in everybody good, should be in good mood. Yeah. 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 And the floods are coming. Milton says the floods are coming. I did. I just read the National Weather Service that it's a flash flood watch, not a warning. There's a watch. I don't want to watch it. It washed me away. I'm out watching it. All right. It's well, gentlemen, fun. thanks. Okay. Okay. It's thanks nice. for dropping by. All right. Good luck. Thank you. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. We still have about, oh, about a minute and a half left. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, somebody wrote in, how do I get rid of nutsedge and zorza grass? All right. And uh, far as right back, Patrick, I recommend the use of a product called Sedge Hammer. That's where I thought he'd go. S-E-D-G-E hammer. Sedge hammer. You can, you can see a complete label for the, each sends them a, uh, where they can look at the label. Oh, for. that's a good idea. Way to go for us. Yeah, he, he, he's very thorough. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and, and on those products, you do you need to look at the label uh, because they're it's not as simple as Roundup or any of the uh, or the other or uh, you know, the grass contact herbicides. Sorry. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> I was trying to kill a fly. We are going to wrap it up for today. We want to thank you guys for listening. Are we going to do this again tomorrow? We will. We'll come back here tomorrow. We'll be out on the porch. We'll see what kind of rains we get this evening. Uh, but uh, we'll be back on the porch and talking to you. So come on out and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Uh, of course, we're always here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. On the behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job. We had so many calls and getting everybody on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next week, or next uh, tomorrow on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.